If we can set ourselves goals from a place of self-love, you know, rather than losing weight because we hate the way we look, instead losing weight or or nourishing our bodies because we love ourselves and we deserve to be happy and we deserve to be healthy is so so important. You know, we're gonna see better results, it's gonna be a much happier journey by taking steps from a place of self-love as a as opposed to a place of self-loathing. As one year ends and another one begins, have you found yourself looking back over the past year and wondering where it all went wrong and why you're not closer to your goals? Maybe you're looking back and wishing that you'd done something different when you set your intentions last January. Maybe you're wishing that you did a different approach or made your health or your weight a higher priority than you did? Are you thinking ahead to next year and worrying that you're going to be in the same place you are now? And do you want to make sure that that doesn't happen? Well, you're in the right place because this episode is all about reflecting on the past year and using that to really set our intentions for the upcoming year and make sure that we set ourselves up for success. So tune in, listen along to ensure that you make the most of this upcoming year and you make sure that in a year's time when you're reflecting on this coming year that you're feeling super proud of yourself and really, really pleased with the progress that you've made. Welcome to The Thriving Metabolism. My name's Louise Digby. I'm a registered nutritional therapist and women's weight loss expert. And it's my mission to empower you so that you and your metabolism thrives and you never have to go through diet misery again. So this episode is all about looking back at the past year and reflecting on that so that we can make strides next year and not fall foul to the same mistakes that we've made previously. I think it's so, so important to really take stock and look back on things because, you know, aside from anything else, I think it's very easy to really forget the progress that you've made and belittle the efforts that you've made and and how far you've come. I see it in my clients all the time, you know, when they're coming to the end of their program and sometimes they'll say, oh, you know, I I haven't come as far as I'd hoped I would or I, um, you know, I haven't seen that much change in my gut health or whatever it is that they wanted to work on. But actually when we go back and we look at the symptoms they were experiencing or how it was impacting their day-to-day life, they realized that actually there's been a radical difference, but because the change is gradual, we just don't really notice it as much. And we also tend to just look for problems. So, you know, once one problem goes, we, we start looking for the next thing. And, you know, I know that I'm guilty of when I achieve a goal, I often just don't even acknowledge it and look on, look onto the next thing that I should be working on. And actually stopping and reflecting and looking back on how far we've come is really, really motivating and can help to fuel the next part of our wellness journey. And, you know, it provides us with some evidence for ourselves 
that we are absolutely capable of making changes and sticking to them and and doing enough to you know achieve the change that we want to see in ourselves so i want to encourage you to really you know take stock and just take a minute half an hour however long you've got you know to just reflect on where you've come from so think back to where you were this time last year you know what goals were you setting for yourself for the new year and did you stick to them or did you did you achieve them did you acknowledge it when you achieved them and you know if you didn't achieve them then that's fine you know don't beat yourself up about that because you're human and what we want to do is we really want to think about why we didn't achieve that goal so let's say that you've set yourself a goal to lose a certain amount of weight or get back into a certain dress size but you didn't achieve it we need to be really honest with ourselves about why we didn't achieve that if we want to be able to rectify that and move forwards from this year. So was it that you weren't consistent enough with your efforts? Was it that you were guessing at what it was you needed to do to lose the weight and maybe you didn't quite get the strategy right you know because it's all well and good following through with our intentions and um and being consistent with them but if if what you did wasn't actually what was going to get you to that goal if it wasn't what your body actually needed then the the strategy is the part that we need to be working on not you know our own willpower so was it because you weren't consistent enough or was it because your strategy wasn't effective enough? If it was that you're, you weren't consistent enough, then how can we be more consistent? First of all, we need to make sure that we're making goals that are actually achievable you know, so many of us will think about what we want to achieve and we will really go for the overhaul. You know, we'll say, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out bread, I'm gonna stop having takeaways, I'm going to make sure I drink two liters of water a day, I'm gonna go to the gym four days a week, I'm gonna make sure that I get to bed at 10 o'clock every night and I'm going to get up at 5am every morning and I'm going to do yoga when I wake up in the morning and I'm going to make sure I have a green smoothie for breakfast every morning and I'm not going to snack and I'm not going to drink alcohol and we make all of these um, you know kind of restrictions on how we live and it's so so difficult to to implement even one or two of those things let alone that whole long list of things and when we do that but we don't manage to sustain it we feel like we've failed we feel like we've let ourselves down like we're not good enough and it reinforces that subconscious belief that we will never achieve our weight loss goals our well-being goals so it's so important that we set ourselves 
really achievable goals because it's important that we are able to to follow through with what we've implemented to help to build that belief in ourselves that we are capable you know it is possible for us to get to where we want to be so when you're thinking about next year or this coming year make sure that you are planning a strategy that is step by step you know you might want to make all those changes that i listed out before but don't do it all on day one don't even all do it in the in month one you know let's start with one thing at a time one week at a time and take baby steps set micro goals because if you go in too hard too soon you're probably going to fall off the wagon and you're not going to be any closer to where you want to be Whereas if you do things slowly, if you take baby steps, yes, your progress will be slower, but you will see progress and you will see progress that is sustainable and it feels more effortless. And by doing that, this time next year, you're going to be so much further forward than you, you know, than you would be if you tried to overhaul everything in one go and hope that you're able to maintain the willpower to stick with it. But the reality is, you know, making even just one change is hard. And if you try and change 10 things all at once, you may be able to to do it if you're particularly determined for a few weeks, maybe even a month. But life happens and things get in the way. And when we do that big overhaul, the second something happens, you know, whether it's a bereavement or a stressful period at work or you know whatever kids coming for exams all these things are things that are going to throw us off track because we haven't worked on actually cementing new habits you're just relying on willpower and sheer determination to keep you on track and you know the problem is is that priorities change and as soon as life gets busy or stressful that priority that you had of of losing weight or getting into a certain dress size drops down and so it becomes much more important for you to just get through the week as opposed to losing the weight so it's really really important that we take those baby steps and that we have patience with ourselves and with with the process because we you know, we all want to get those results as quickly as possible because it feels really urgent, it feels really pressing, but actually it isn't in most cases as urgent and pressing as it feels, you know, when you're, when you're in January and, you know, you've put on some weight over Christmas and you feel like you urgently need to get that weight off. It, you know, it isn't as urgent as, as we like to think it is. And, actually if we can if we can take it slow then we're going to see more progress and we're going to feel better and it's just going to be a much more enjoyable process as well now the other really important thing is our intentions when we're setting our goals for so many of us when we are wanting to make changes and we're wanting to achieve goals it comes from a place of self-loathing. 
you know, we think, oh, I hate the way I look. So I'm going to drop a dress size. Or, you know, I hate the way I feel when I'm in a room full of people. So I'm going to do this diet, get the weight off as quickly as possible, and then I'll love myself. But it doesn't work like that. You know, I've worked with so many women who thought they would be happier once they've lost the weight. And the thing is, they are happy about losing the weight and they are, you know, pleased with the outcome, but they don't love themselves anymore for it. And what they tend to do is they look for the other flaws in their bodies. And the thing is, when you lose weight, particularly for women, you know, after 40, when you lose a significant amount of weight, you lose a lot of structure to your face and things like fine lines and wrinkles tend to become a little bit more visible and sometimes you can end up with a bit of loose skin as well. And so instead of enjoying being lighter and healthier, a lot of women will see those flaws, quote unquote flaws, um, and and then hate themselves for for that. And and then they can end up putting the weight back on again and then they hate themselves for regaining the weight. So, so much of these, these goal settings and, and what we want to achieve for ourselves comes from a place of self-loathing. But actually, if we can set ourselves goals from a place of self-love, you know, rather than losing weight because we hate the way we look, instead, losing weight or or nourishing our bodies because we love ourselves and we deserve to be happy and we deserve to be healthy and we are good enough to to deserve that and you know believing that and really conditioning yourself to to believe that is so so important you know we're gonna see better results it's going to be a much happier journey by taking steps from a place of self-love as a as opposed to a place of self-loathing and that is just a mindset shift you know it's a it's quite a straightforward mindset shift and one that you just need to keep reminding yourself of really you know keep repeating to yourself that you know you're doing this because you love yourself because you're worthy not because you hate yourself and you think you'll love yourself once you're slimmer So where it comes from is so, so important. And if you find yourself, you know, wanting to lose weight because you're disgusted with the way that you look, I encourage you to do the self-work and to just to stop yourself. You know, when you find yourself thinking that way, just stop yourself and reframe it and reword it in your mind and you know it's about the way that you think about yourself but it's also about how you talk about it to other people as well so when you're telling people about you know you're eating healthy or you're trying to lose weight think about the language that you're using because what we say and what we think really conditions ourselves to believe certain things so if we even if we don't believe it right now, if we, you know, are talking in a way that portrays self-love, then we're going to start to 
believe that deep down. Now, another thing to consider when we're setting goals is to focus on the intentional focus on the habit as opposed to the outcome. You know, when we set a goal to lose a certain amount of weight, it's quite arbitrary. You know, we we don't really know if we're going to feel good at that weight. Just because we felt good at that weight before doesn't mean we're going to feel good at that weight again. Doesn't mean that we're going to look the way we expect that we will look at that weight again. So it's it's not very meaningful to set goals based on a certain weight. Um, And it's also quite, it can feel quite like a long way off. Whereas if we set goals based on intentions, so, you know, you might have the intention of drinking two litres of water every day, or you might have the intention of getting into strength training and doing less cardio or something like that. So making sure that you're focusing on the intentions and the routine is is really important. And I think that helps you to, to focus on the journey rather than the destination, which is such a cheesy saying, but I think it's extremely important because, you know, if you can enjoy the process, if you can enjoy the journey and fall in love with nourishing yourself and you know, doing things like exercise to, you know, support your body and to build strength as opposed to just burn calories. You know, if you can learn to love the process, you're going to get to your goals and it's going to feel so much easier. Whereas if you are just focusing on the outcome, just focusing on that goal weight or goal dress size, everything in the middle, all the things that you need to do, are just going to feel like a chore that you have to do to get there and the likelihood is is that once you do get there it's all going to go out the window because you don't enjoy the process you don't enjoy the journey and it's a huge effort for you to maintain it and you know once you get to that goal it's going to feel really difficult to keep going with those things that got you there but if you can fall in love with the journey, fall in love with the process, then once you get to your goal, you're just going to keep doing those things because you love feeling amazing and looking after yourself and nourishing your body and safeguarding your future health. So it again is about coming from the right place, but learning to love the journey as well. So to get you started with curating your blueprint for success for the upcoming year I've got a couple of questions for you to reflect on and when we reflect on things I always think it's good to keep coming back to things time and time again because the first time you think about it is you know you're going to get kind of limited information Um, but if you come back to it again in a few days when you've kind of had time to ponder on it then you're going to get deeper more meaningful results so some questions to ask yourself are what worked well in your wellness journey over the past year what challenges did you face and how did you overcome them what lessons did you learn about your habits, triggers and emotions related to food and health? So ponder on those questions and think about what your intentions are going to be. Like use that information to 
inform what your intentions are going to be for the upcoming year. Think about what you what you need to believe, what your beliefs need to be in order to be someone who takes the steps that need to be taken to get you to where you want to be. Think about what was missing from your approach last year. Was it accountability? Was it a solid plan? Was it a an understanding of what your body actually needs and how to implement it? Or was it just, you know, lack of consistency? So think about what was missing and what what would help you to be more consistent or to take steps that are actually going to be aligned with your health needs. Now, something that a lot of people find very helpful is visualization. You know, visualizing yourself doing the things that you need to do, you know, working out and eating well and drinking plenty of water, doing these visualizations and picturing yourself doing the things you need to do regularly can again help to condition your brain to you know believe that it's achievable believe that it's possible and believe that you are capable of achieving these things and keeping up with these intentions so try doing a little bit of visualization and see how that impacts your consistency as well So the key to your success over the coming year is absolutely to reflect on what has and hasn't worked, what was missing and what you need to do to move towards your goals next year. Utilize tools like like reflections and visualizations and make sure you focus on your intentions you know, in terms of the habits as opposed to just the outcomes. And if you need some help with getting focused and being accountable and knowing exactly what it is that you need to do to get to your goals, then you may want to join me for my metabolism resets. If you've ever listened to any of my previous episodes, you'll hopefully know that there's a lot more to weight loss and being healthy than just eating less and exercising more. There's so many factors to consider, things like your hormones, your metabolism, your gut health, exposure to toxins, inflammation, intolerances, and many, many more things that go on in the body and things that become imbalanced over time, particularly for women who are perimenopausal and menopausal. So we need to make sure that we are looking taking a holistic approach to our weight loss journey and not just focusing on how much we're eating and how many calories we're burning and you know that's what i do with my clients is help them to understand what it is that's going on in their body what imbalances they have and exactly how to address them using food using lifestyle tweaks and sometimes using supplements as well to address the imbalances and 
help them to really optimize their health. And when you do that, weight loss is a happy side effect. And it's a much more enjoyable and empowering journey that sets you up for long-term health and reduces the risk of chronic conditions and degenerative diseases. So if you're someone who knows that they want to lose weight in a way that is going to really optimize their health and truly nourish your body, then the best way to dip your toe into that is to join me for my metabolism reset. So it's coming up on the 15th of January. It runs for five days and we do a live session every day where we deep dive into a different topic related to addressing the underlying imbalances that contribute to stubborn weight. And each day you'll come away with some really simple but powerful Uh, tweaks and changes that you can make to your diet and to your lifestyle to get you moving in the right direction. And if you can't make the sessions live, it doesn't matter. They are recorded and you can watch them at your convenience. And you'll have the opportunity to ask as many questions as you want as we go through the challenge. And we have prizes that we give away as well. So you don't want to miss it. It's really good fun and you'll feel really, really good, energized and minimal cravings by the end of it. And you'll also have a really good foundation for starting the new year. So check that out. I'll put the link in the show notes and I really hope to see you there. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. I hope that you've had a wonderful festive period and I wish you so much health and happiness for the new year. And I hope that we get to connect at some point this year. Have a wonderful rest of your day. If you have enjoyed this episode, then why not hop onto iTunes and give me a review. That would be a wonderful Christmas present for me. And if you want to connect with me, you can find me on social media by searching at Louise Digby Nutrition.